You are listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. We want to help demystify marketing to reduce risk, drive more and better opportunities and grow your business. Are you ready to master marketing? So, so today's topic is, uh, is called Nasty Networker Vomitus from the Mouth. And it uses a word so obscure that autocorrect has no idea what to do with it, just like many people who attend networking events and have zero clue as to how to conduct themselves. Okay, others are just not very comfortable with networking. Maybe they're introverts, uh, yet they know that they need to get out there and meet people, and it's crucial to their success, uh, especially here in Central Texas that business seems to really run on networking. And so today I'm going to share Scott Ingram's uh, top 11 signs of a nasty networker in hopes that uh, it can help the naive need workers. That's what we like to call them. They're needy. They're need workers to get on the true path of networking. Scott has a really great podcast called Sales Success Stories, and you can check that out at top1.fm. He interviews salespeople in the top 1% of the industry. And uh, after the podcast, you'll be and as always, uh, you'll be able to get more detail on the topic uh, at the blog. And so where I'll be expanding on these 11 traits, we'll put a bunch of links in the comments just for you. That's right. I'm looking right at you. Um, so uh, Scott did a this was a few years ago, actually, as Scott did a survey of his rather expansive network. And he asked the questions, you know, what are the visible attributes of a nasty networker, right? And so he kind of boiled those down into um, uh, 11 points and I've put them out of the post. We're gonna elaborate just a little bit on each one, um, but I'll, I'll uh, nail them off here. They're selfish, right? Not interested in helping other people. They don't ask questions, they talk too much. Um, they bash uh, competitors. They use a high-pressure type of approach. Um, uh, they abuse contact information. They ignore business card etiquette. They're social climbers. They're, you know, they're always kind of looking over their shoulders, see if there's somebody better than you to talk to. Um, I get that a lot for some reason. Where people, they just are like, I don't want to talk to this guy. And they, they're like looking around me, and that's okay. It doesn't hurt my feelings. Uh, they're, uh, they're not open. They're not open. They're not... They're not inviting to people that they don't know. Um, some of them are just naive and they just need some education about proper networking. Uh, more, so A lot of them are just interested in the quantity of, of connections rather than the quality. And some are downright disrespectful. And so, um, you know, I really think that people don't do this on purpose. Um, and I think that if we just kind of break this down a little bit, It'll be helpful, I think, to all of us. And, you know, I've been doing networking events and hosting them for about nine years now, I think. And we really try to espouse uh, a philosophy about networking. So let's uh, head over to the slide deck because, hey, everybody knows that slides are where you learn stuff. Maybe not. I don't know. But it helps me stay on track. So there you go. Uh, selfish. They're not interested in helping others. And so it's interesting because Scott shared a bunch of quotes, like actual quotes from the people who responded to his survey. And so some of them are pretty, pretty funny, uh, but selfish. They don't try to help at all, right? They're uh, self-interested. They're self-centered. Um, 
They use every opportunity to speak, including thank yous and announcements time, to basically give a sales pitch for themselves. Um, I, you know, it just drives me crazy. Uh, th this is the one that I think is, is probably number one for a reason. Um, they uh, immediately asks, you know, who handles your insurance? You know, who does your payroll? Who uh, blah, 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 whatever it is they do. And so they're just completely self-focused. And I'll share this with you. In all the networking events that I've hosted and ran, uh, we had one where there was this one individual who was just there. He had like a selection of his own products uh, that were portable enough for him to carry around. And he was just doing this thing. He was just pitching those products to everybody. He's the only person that uh, the audience later complained about in the history of, of doing these uh, events. So congratulations to him. Uh, he holds a record of some kind, a dubious record. Um, they don't ask questions, right? They, oops, hello. They talk too much. Um, I talk too much, but it's my podcast. So there you go. Hey, uh, but um, hopefully when I have guests, I talk less, but probably not really. Um, uh, and, you know, and, and we all, let's be honest, right? We, we all fall off of our game and we do these things sometimes so some of this is just a reminder right and and for the, some of you it's it should be a revelation right um and some people don't enjoy networking and i would say that if you're not enjoying it it's a good chance you're doing it wrong um so they don't ask questions of the other person they talk more than they listen um a nasty networker keeps their own interests secret they listen and want to know to own and control. Keeps their own interest secret and they listen. Well, it seems to be the opposite of some of the other ones, but that is a quote from someone who responded to the survey. Um, and the one I, the, my favorite one, vomitous from the mouth was a, was a const, was a, was a, was a comment uh, that someone made. And uh, congratulations to them for that obscure word. Um, one of my favorite words. I'm going to use that word a lot more, I think, in the future. Um, you know, and, and in the networking events that we run, and if you hang out with us at Golfinity on the 30th or any last Monday of the month after that, uh, if you're in Austin, Texas, you know, we'll be talking a little bit about the idea that ask not what uh, your network can do for you, but ask what you can do for your network. And I wish I could summon the proper Bostonian accent uh, but um, that's really the idea is if you focus on what you can do for the people that you meet instead of what they can do for you, 99% there, right? It's really kind of simple. Uh, they use high pressure and other bad sales techniques. Uh, wait a minute, did we miss one? Oh, they bash uh, or act inappropriately towards competitors, right? So I mean, that's never good. Even in a sales call or sales situation, that's just not something that you want to do. But somehow that happens in networking events more uh, regularly than, than you would think. So uh, they might claim that or they steal from their competitors or they're uh, condescending towards competing products or companies. Um, so, I mean, all these comments are kind of similar. Uh, a nasty networker, somebody comes to an event sponsored by another company and stands next to the whole, st the whole night scarfing their contacts. 
<laughs> scarfing their contacts. I just love language sometimes. Um, number four uses high pressure. Other bad sales techniques. Um, you know, this is these are the folks that just launch into a sales pitch. They thrust their hand out. One hand, one hand uh, grab yours. The other one with a business card, and then their big lips flapping right at you uh, with their sales pitch. Uh, as part of their uh, of introducing themselves now it's okay to introduce yourself it's kind of the idea right but leave the sales pitch at home um, in fact I would even go as far as to say that there really you should there should be no sales pitches at a networking meeting it should really be about starting uh, and reinforcing relationships and by the way one networking meeting does not equate a relationship right relationships take work right and so but it's really maybe the beginning of a nice relationship. Uh, they ask for a meeting because they're interested in your business, which at, at the meeting, then they give you a sales presentation. You know, again, you're, you're doing it wrong. And people know this, right? I mean, it's you're not fooling anyone. Um, it's a big turnoff. Uh, and, and I think part of the reason here is that I think what underscores all of these points, nobody likes a sales pitch, right? One of the big things that uh, I think it's important if you sell for a living, and those of us that are self-employed, we do. We do it all the time. Uh, it, You have to bring value to the table, right? And the problem with the sales pitch is that inherently it doesn't have any real value. And so I think that's why these things are so sticky. They're sticky wickets. Um, they, uh, there's no relationship. Uh, People ask questions about, about your business at a networking function in a way that seems geared specifically to put you on the defensive, the sort of questions that are perfectly appropriate at a pitch meeting, presentation, or proposal, but not necessarily at uh, a networking event. I think what they're talking about there is like leading questions, right? You know, do you uh, have a problem with your business insurance? Tell me about your business insurance, right? Something like that. I don't know. Um, abuses contact information, sends spam and other unwanted communications. Now, this one's kind of tricky because part of your strategy, you know, probably is to build your database and build your contacts. But I think it has more to do with what you send them. Um, and this first comment says, uses the majority of all communications uh, to try to sell you something, right? I mean, it, it's okay to start incorporating some of that in your correspondence once you've sort of established a relationship of, of some kind. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But when it's the majority of all your communications, I think that's a problem. Um, I've had a couple of the nasty networkers ask for my information, promptly sign me up to their weekly newsletters uh, or promotional pieces without even the great to meet you email follow up after the initial meeting. Um, I find it especially annoying to those who add you to a distribution list without asking. Um, follows up with email uh, call that's all about them. So and let me just put my position out there. I don't think it's a big deal. Now, you might disagree with me. If you disagree with me, put it in the comments. Happy to engage. Uh, I think it's okay to put people on a distribution list if your focus is on delivering value. Right. So if you put them on the distribution list and you just start sending them sales pieces over and over and over again. Uh, and, you know, sometime I'll have, to, we'll have to do an episode on the email pitches that I receive on a regular basis that are just insane. Right. They're so uh, bad. And um, 
but they keep coming, right? It must be working on somebody. But but I think it's okay. I think that's okay, right? Um, it's just like uh, people get all bent out of shape because you sent them an email without their permission. But they don't think the same thing if they get something in their uh, mailbox, right? I mean, what's the difference, right? Um, and of course, the law says you have to give them an opportunity to unsubscribe in every email. And so if they don't like it, they could just unsubscribe. But eh, I don't know. Maybe people are a lot more uptight than I am. And I'm pretty uptight. Um, let's see. And I also warn you that my computer has been uh, logging me out randomly without warning. So if this podcast suddenly ends, blame it on Apple. Um, uh, we've been trying to fix this for months, and uh, it's just it just does it. It's the computer gods. Um, they ignore business card etiquette. Well, what's that? Okay, they, so it, they give you a handful of business cards, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, I'm a salesman for you. All right, thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Um, and it's like the first time you meet them, right? Uh, they're grabbing, uh, they, they go around and they get everybody cards, they get everybody's cards, and then they split, right? Um, they network like a bull in a china shop. They run up to everyone with the intro, handshake, business card routine. They don't listen. They don't ask about anyone else. It's just this collect as many business cards as you can. All right. And that's why one of the things that I, I often will say uh, to the to the attendees at, at our networking events is, is really just try to focus on one, two, maybe three people. You don't need to meet everybody in the room, but focus on just a few people that you can really get to know, right? Find out if there's some way that you can help them, whether their career or whatever it is. Maybe the help is uh, just making an introduction for them, right? Help doesn't always equal, you know, selling them your great product or great service, right? It could be anything that really brings them value. Um, and so just be, be focused, right? Uh, let's see. Social climber, always looking for someone better to talk to. Um, you know, they're scanning the room. They're looking for new targets, you know, while they're trying to engage you in some sort of dialogue. Okay. Um, nasty. Just That's just nasty. They look past you, uh, kind of nodding, right, until they talk to somebody else. It's like me in a foreign country, right, where the, I don't speak the language, so I just say, Mm, yes, yes, you know. <coughs> they, uh, lack of eye contact. If a person isn't focused on you, they are elsewhere. They're probably looking for better alternatives than talking to you. Why does that happen to me a lot? I don't know. I don't know why that is. Uh, but, um, no, I think that happens to everybody. I joke. I like to joke. I keyed. They're not open. Um, uh, these are the people that they only talk to people that they already know at the networking event, right? They're in their little clusters of friends, impenetrable clusters, right? And so for people that are more introverted or maybe they're not as skilled at networking, you know, that may as well just be a brick wall, right? They're just, you, you need to be open, right? People need to feel welcome. And if you're introverted and you're not comfortable at a networking event, it's perfectly fine. Just walk up to people, introduce yourself, and then here's the killer move. Ask them a question about themselves, right? Get them talking about themselves. Put your entire focus on them. Don't worry about you and what whatever it is that you do and what you're trying to do. It doesn't matter. There's going to be a time for that. 
at some point, but the first time you meet somebody isn't that time. Uh, uh, those that aren't willing to invite new people into their ongoing conversations, okay? That's another thing you can do is if you find yourself in a group, you know, make a conscious effort, invite people, right? That lonely person sitting over there on the edge, nibbling on their Frito, uh, you know, bring them in, bring them in. Uh, one topic I always like to talk about is why do my dog's feet smell like Fritos? And since dog's feet came first, isn't it that Fritos smell like dog's feet? Something to think about. Um, let's see here. They're naive. All right. They need education about proper networking. You know, and again, people aren't doing this because they're jerks, right? They just, maybe they just, they learn sales from Zig Ziglar or from some old 50s book and this is how they believe that they can do it so um you know uh i think it's one of the comments i think most people who are bad networkers are just ignorant and uneducated uh i've only met one person in five and a half years at the chamber who was deliberately hateful <laughs> deliberately hateful i don't think i've met anyone deliberately hateful yet but eh, you know the year is early it's it's, it's young the year is young. Uh, talk, they only talk to people that they know. Um, it's like in high school, right? If you feel like you're in high school, eh, you know, it's either a terrible networking event or you're doing it wrong. Um, they're more interested in the quality of their connections. Or, I'm sorry, in the quantity of the connections and not the quality. Okay, that's the... That's the thing where they're going around and they're grabbing up the business cards. They're trying to meet everybody in the room and they're just working that room, right? it's distasteful doesn't work i mean more importantly i mean who cares if uh it's distasteful uh you know i mean most people care but honestly it's it's not effective like why are you there right uh networking should be a win win uh situation and so uh they try to work the entire room instead of focusing on just a few people with whom they can start true relationships hey that sounds familiar i don't know maybe i said that earlier um but quantity versus quality, right? Disrespectful. Um, and uh, actually, I think disrespectful is the last little bullet point here, if we can get this to work. Disrespectful. Uh, I think that networking gets a bad rap from people who are condescending. Now, I have to say that, honestly, I, I don't think I've... Hmm, I'm trying to think. I don't know if I've really seen a lot of overtly disrespectful people i mean most people can muster at least basic respect for others but um but apparently this person whoever answered that uh survey um you know had run across uh, uh just some disrespectful folks so but anyway those are 11 signs that of a nasty networker uh with my favorite being vomitous of the mouth that gets a bell ring. Uh, what a great, uh, great word, vomitous. Look that one up. You've been listening to the B2B Marketing Mindset with Pete Monfrey and Bill Lowell. Add to the conversation by commenting, sharing, and liking. And don't forget to subscribe and check out the links in the comments. Learn more at b2bmarketingmindset.com.